Okay, so now, I always say that the young people ask the most um, interesting questions. Okay, so the adults can learn too. <laughs> okay, so first of all, this may not be so difficult, but it is actually very commonly asked today. Is taking medicine, uh, does taking medicine mean we are not trusting God? Medicine, right? So if a Christian eats medicine, does it mean that we are not trusting God? Hmm? Okay? Now, this is very common. So don't laugh at that question. Maybe we live in this church, so we know the answer. But I remember when I was um, visiting a Christian in a hospital in Singapore, um, the mother was there, the son was very ill, he has cancer, and he's lying there. The doctor says he will have to take this series of medicine. So I was visiting and um, prayed for him and talked about the medicine. The mother keeps saying, no, he will not take the medicine. You know, we trust in God. We trust in God. And therefore, we claim the promises that God will heal him. So she keeps saying, no, you, you cannot pray for God to heal him because God will heal him, number one. <laughs> number two, um, we will not have him take the medicine because it means we have no faith in God. <laughs> right. Okay, so now, so does taking medicine mean that the Christian don't trust in God? Now, there's a particular group of um, cult. They are called the Jehovah Witnesses. JW, Jehovah Witnesses. Now, they don't um, advocate taking of medicine because they believe God heals them. So, should Christian go for medication or total reliance to God? That's the question. Should Christian go for medication or total reliance to God? Okay, so now I ask you, um, is taking medicine wrong? No. All right. Shalomia says no. Uh, prove your answer from the Bible. <laughs> any, any example from the Bible? Whenever we say yes or no, it must be supported from evidences in the Bible, right? Mm. Can you think of situations in the Bible where it tells you, well, oh, look, taking medicine is not wrong? Okay. Wow, okay. Alright, so do you have, or you're going to flip and hope that you find one, <laughs> randomly? Okay, so I guess you don't have. Amberly? It's not wrong. It's not wrong. Okay, but how do you know? Because you like taking medicine. <laughs> Therefore, it's not wrong. How? How do we know? Always remember from scriptures, right? So you just think, are there instances in the scriptures where um, people did take medicine? God or not? Turn to 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 23. Is it wrong to take some drinks or something to help? Okay, let's, let's read 1 Timothy 5.23 Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. Okay, so now here is Timothy always having stomach problems. Okay, so now, 
Um, he said, take a little wine. He's not asking him to go and drink alcohol like we normally associate it. The wine, they always have wine, the alcohol. They mix it with water to clean the water. Understand? So all the while, Timothy did not even want to touch anything alcoholic. Paul says, mix the alcohol, not drink alcohol, and to clean the water so that they drink it. So is it wrong to use alcohol to clean something? Is alcohol medicinal? Alcohol is. Okay, so you know before they give you an injection, then they take a cotton and then they wipe your skin, right? You know what they're doing? They take alcohol to wipe away any germs before they inject you. So that's medicine. Alright, so that's one example. Any other example? Is it wrong to be a doctor? Where's Colin and Fiona? Not here. Alright, they are doctors. Any other doctors? Doctors? Medical doctors? Jaslyn may want to be a doctor. No, no. So now, uh, so if taking medicine wrong means it is a sin to be a doctor, right? It would be. Because doctors prescribe medicine. Hmm? So are there doctors in the Bible? Who was a doctor? Luke, right? Luke, the physician. Now many times, Christ, um, Paul mentioned Luke, the physician. Now you, you turn to Colossians chapter 4, verse 14. Okay, Luke the physician. Now I say Luke the physician, the beloved physician and Demas greet you. So is it wrong to be a doctor, a physician? No. This would be ten years after Luke was was called. Luke was originally a physician, and ten years later, he seems to be still practicing. That's why Paul will call him Luke, the beloved physician. Did Paul say Luke the sinful doctor? Who's still a doctor and people should not take medicine and he's still a doctor. No, he said the beloved physician. Okay. Now, other other examples in the Bible. Can you think of any? Can you turn to Jeremiah 8.22? Jeremiah 8.22. God himself talked about doctors. Now, I want to be very clear. I'm giving you extra verses so that you are fixed once and for all in your heart. There's nothing wrong with medicine. Jeremiah 8.22 Okay, is there no balm in Gilead? Balm is uh, medication. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Well, of course, God is talking about their spiritual health, but God did talk about medication. God did talk about um, doctors um, to portray the picture. If it was sinful to have medication, sinful to have doctors, then God would not use it as an example, right? God used it as an example. Okay? So those are just some examples. Um, what about... There's so many actually. Um, now, when, when the Samaritan found the man who was injured found in the pit. What did he do to him? Do you remember um, Ray? What did he do to the, this man who was found, the Samaritan who found the man, the Jew that was in the pit and injured? Before that, before he brought him to the... Alright, you know. 
He put medicine on him. How do we know that? Turn to Luke chapter 10, verse 34. Okay, let's, so it says, And went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. Pouring in oil and wine, medication. All right, medicated oil. And why wine? Why do you think he poured in wine? Samantha, why do you think he poured in wine? Like, oop, wine. Wow, sounds painful. Uh, the infection, right? Because wine contains alcohol. That's why just now I told you, they clean the body first. Huh? They use alcohol. Alright, so pour in oil and wine. So people, did he say, uh, oh, you're a Jew. All those open wounds. No need, no need anything. Since you're a Jew, God will heal you. No. <laughs> you pour oil and wine and God described it as a good act. Okay, so among many other things, um, in the Bible, he mentions of many different concoction of um, herbs and all that for medicinal reason. God will talk about gall, um, myrrh, uh, frankincense, uh, cumin, figs, all these things. They mix it together to form medicine. Okay, God mentioned all these things. So now, is it wrong to take medicine or to be treated medically? No. From the Bible, no. God never condemned that. Okay? But today, because the charismatics they keep teaching that um, it is wrong. God will heal. And it's very sad. You know what happens in the end? There are people that will end up... Um, do you think it's a good thing? Maybe I'll ask you this thing. Do you think it's a good thing to tell people, no, 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 no. Uh, when you tell the people the wrong thing, what would actually result? What do you think would result? Can you turn to Second Peter? Okay, Second Peter. Now, because people teach the wrong things, people teach the wrong things. Chapter two, Second Peter, chapter two. Shall we read verses one and two together? But there together false prophets who also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring them upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Notice when people teach the wrong doctrines, what happens in verse 2? Um, what happens in verse 2, Joshua? The way of truth shall be evil spoken of. What does it mean? Now, is it truth to say that Christians should not see doctors, should not eat medicine? No, it's not truth. All right? But they make it truth. It's all Christians should be like that. They make it a false truth. And what happened? The way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Christianity will be evil spoken of. How, how will it end up Christianity will be evil spoken of? Shen Wei. Right? So when someone is sick, and is it wrong to take medicine? No. And medicine would have helped the person. Did God um, use doctors? Yes. Luke, for example. 
And then they reject all this. But God never said no. And then the person dies. A simple thing that could have been cured. But you keep telling him, no, you must have faith. God will heal you. So you don't see doctor and don't take any medicine. If you do, you have no faith in God. That is false faith anyway. And then the person dies. What would the family say? Assuming the family is non-believers. The parents will look at you and say, Christianity is false. It's a wicked religion. It's stupid. So the way of truth. Is it evil spoken of? It is. Alright, so understand that. So don't teach a false doctrine when it is not in the Bible. Repeatedly, um, in the Bible, there were doctors, there were evidences of God talking about medicine. medicine. God never condemned medicine. Okay? Um, yeah. Hmm? Say again? Is there a positive command? There are things in the Bible, well, that Paul told Timothy positively, go um, make some wine. Make a fluid that is medicinal for your stomach. All right? So Paul said, um, Paul positively say, do that. Yeah, so, so that there are. Um, and I guess in the Bible, when there are no... Um, um, no explicit command it doesn't mean it is not so yeah but the fact is god did mention many yes someone has an explicit command um what about uh, when it says that when you're sick you need to go to the elder to put their hands on you and heal and then it also mentions anointing with oil is that medicinal oil or just yes yeah so that perhaps is an example all right so um, in the case of when a person is sick, what should the Christian do in the New Testament? Hmm? What should the Christian do? The Christian should ask the elder to pray over him and then to anoint him with oil. That's in Peter, right? Where's that? James 5. Okay, so let's turn to James chapter 5, yes. Okay, so now. James 5.14 I think this is a good example Let's read together Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church And let them pray over him Anointing him with oil In the name of the Lord Okay, now is that prayer required? Yes But is it only prayer? No There were the requests that they also anoint oil it can be a different kind of oil um, that would relieve symptoms. But does it mean that Christians should say, oh, actually there's another question afterwards. Um, so there is a combination of prayer. We must pray. Okay, this is God's command. And there is um, the medicinal oil. Um, it could be, I can't remember, it could be a different concoction of oil that would relieve certain sickness, certain symptoms that they know about, they use them. Okay, so Paul was not against, uh, James was not against using any medicinal um, effects on people. Otherwise, he just pray and then that's it. Okay. Um, okay, so now, anyone else want to ask anything or add anything? Say again. Isn't, so, for example, in the Westminster Confession of Faith, the, uh, the Bible is a book 
proposition of truth. Mm. Correct. Uh, you cannot go by instances mm. of something happening in the Bible. Mm. So that is the case. Uh, we should go by explicit teaching rather than instance of somebody practicing something. Um, so like this one um, is a command. Um, it's an imperative it's an imperative command. Is there any among you sit? Let him call. So let him call would be um, probably, uh, I have to check, it's probably um, in the imperative, in a, what is called a hortatory imperative, means it is um, a command. You know, let him, let this be done. Let him call the elders and let them pray, anointing him. Yeah, so, and does God specifically say make medicine? If you want, you can turn to those of you who are doing Ezekiel, you will come across Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel chapter 47. Okay, and then we have one more verse afterwards. Ezekiel 47. Verse 12. Ezekiel 47, verse 12. Okay, shall, shall we read verse 12 together? And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, whose leaves shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters they issue out of their sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and leaf thereof for medicine. Right? For medicine. So God did talk about medicinal purposes of some of these things that he created okay, for medicine and I guess the most explicit one would be Luke 5.31 Luke 5.31 was God against doctors seeing doctors Luke 5.31 shall we read together Luke 5.31 and Jesus answering said unto them they that are whole need not a physician but they that are sick. So Jesus did say, sick people need doctors. Of course, he will then compare it to a spiritual lesson. All right? if, he, if he thinks that sick people should not see doctor, then he would not want to use such an example. Correct? Okay? So I think we have um, evidences from the Bible that um, God talks about. He created things that will become medicine. They can be used for medicine. Christ himself... Um, say that, yeah, sick people do need doctors. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um, okay, so now the question is this. Is it then for the, Christ, for the Christians to say, I depend on medicine then? No. Why? Who do you depend on? God. All right. So as, as you take the medicine, who do you put your trust in? God. When you see the doctor, who do you put your trust in? God. Right? You do not put your trust, as in all your trust in the doctor, all your trust in the medicine. There are some people who don't pray. They're sick. The first thing, see doctor, um, get medicine, and they just keep talking about all the different medicine that, that you can possibly, they just keep going around. What medicine do you do? What medicine do you think? What medicine do you think? Right? So what is an example of trusting in God while seeing doctors and taking medicine? How can you do that? Emily, how do you trust in God at the same time take medicine and see doctors? What do you do before you see the doctor? Pray, right? What do you pray for? Good health? 
but you're going to see the doctor. So what do you pray for? Yeah. Yes, that the doctor will have wisdom. Alright, so you pray that the doctor will know how to diagnose you. Then God will use the doctor to diagnose you. Right? So um, God will use the doctor to issue the right medicine for you. And God will use that to help you. Right? So we still pray, we still depend on God. We don't just that's why it's not good for a Christian to say, you know, you know, I was sick and then I went to see this doctor. This doctor is so clever and then this doctor gave me this medicine. Oh, this medicine is so good. All of you should take this medicine. Where's God in it? Right? We should be thankful. We say, thank God he led me to the right doctor and thank God that the doctor issued me the right medicine. Yeah. Right? So it's still God, ultimately. You must understand that. Okay? So that's why the Bible says, let him... Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Now that's that's an understanding that we depend on God. It's the same as do you depend on your bank account or you depend on God? You depend on God, right? Your bank account can be wiped out, the bank can close down, right or not? Um, but you still depend on God. God is the one who will protect everything. If God chooses not to protect, then so be it. Okay, so we continue to depend on God, not men. Um, so that's why we announce in church, right? Do we announce in church? Pray for so and so, the person is sick. Pray for so and so, the person is seeing doctor. Pray for so and so, they're going for operation. Do we do that? We do that because it's biblical. Let them call for the elders of the church. In other words, let the let the church leaders know that the church may pray for them. Okay, or go visit them, pray, and then also at the same time, human resource responsibility, anointing him with oil, take care of him physically. All right, physically. Okay, so now, those are the things that we see in the Bible. Okay, so now, I hope that this, this settles. Does taking medicine means not trusting in God? Yes or no? Yes and no. <laughs> right or not? When is it a yes? When is taking medicine not trusting in God? Hmm? When you trust in medicine. <laughs> Right? When you simply trust in the medicine, you, there's no God involved. You don't pray and ask God to help. You don't pray and ask God to heal. You just say, oh, medicine, medicine, medicine. Right? Okay, so now, it can, it can also mean that you're not trusting in God. It can also mean that you're trusting in God, that God will provide through men the right medicine. Okay? So we have to answer. Right? Mabel, do you have a question? No? All right. Okay, so now these are some examples. Now, another thing that is... Um, asked here but then he said but when Jesus was on earth he healed by miracles right he healed by miracles so basically the basis of the charismatics is see Jesus and the apostles healed by miracles so we do not need to see doctor just believe that God will perform miracles how do you answer them John you want to try how do we answer them and see, see, all these miracles, you are so faithless. You all, Christ can heal you by miracles. And then they quote to you. Jesus say, I change not. Huh? I'm the same yesterday, today, forever. You have no faith that Jesus did not change. Right? So two parts of the question. Because there's a common answer, right? So they say Jesus and the apostles healed mirac miraculously. So we should trust them. Trust Christ to do so. God is God of everything. God is God of everything. Including it's a God who made the natural laws. Mm -hmm. And it's a God who created but it's not transferred everything. Mm. And it's a God who gives wisdom to the human being. Mm. It's a common grace. 
But they said, but Jesus did not use all those. Mm. So, the natural, the, the first step is to rely, we rely every day mm. on the natural laws obeying, mm. performing perfectly. Mm. So, when we do that, we also should realize that God keeps the order in mm. society. Right. That should be the first, pro- first point of trusting God. Mm. We rely on natural laws continually. With prayer. Okay. Mm. And the other thing is, in case of Jesus, Jesus, one of the things, uh, one of the uh, points that Jesus mm. is the Christ, he is mm. all the miracles he will do. Mm. So, yep. And also he shows he is the God who can follow the Correct. So, why did Jesus perform miracles? Jesus performed miracles to prove that he is God. We just studied that on Friday, right? In Youth 180. He said, believe me for the work's sake. He said, I did all this to prove to you that I am the Christ. Why don't you believe? Okay, so Jesus performed that. Now, do, today, um, is Jesus on earth? No. Um, do we need to prove that Jesus is God? The Bible says so. So, we use the word of God. And the Bible uses the tense. It says, these things were written. Means, these things, we just simply tell people that Jesus did this. We don't have to keep repeating the miracles. Okay, so that is what we must be able to understand. But what about God changes not? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Really, your classmates say, Jesus is the same yesterday and today forever. He healed like that last time. You must have faith that he will do it now. Don't see doctors. So, how do you answer? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. <coughs> he didn't do it in the Old Testament. Like, he is the same, but, for example, like when he came up to this earth, he couldn't fall. So, some sense he is the same, but in other ways, he is not. And he is still able to okay so we do not need these miracles and that's the first part of the question yes because the word is complete uh, that's in Corinthians that which is perfect is come that which is in part will be done away all these miracles tongue speaking they are they are all partial gifts they'll be done away with but now the question still is Jesus is the same yesterday today forever um, how do you answer that, Joshua? He's the same in his being, in his essence, whatever, but not necessarily his works. Because if you think that his works are the same, you might as well say Christ will be crucified every day. Mm, right? right? So you understand? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible verse. Is he saying that what is the same about him? He's talking about his character. His character never changes. Okay, his attribute never changes. But does it mean he, will, he, he is bound not to ever do things differently? No. Right? When he do things differently, his character still didn't change. He's holy, he's, he is, his being, his wisdom, his power never change. His holiness, justice, goodness and truth never change. All these attributes do not change. So when we say Jesus does not change, please remember what it is about. He did not promise that he will never change the way he worked. Did Jesus change the way he worked? In the Old Testament, how did people receive forgiveness? How? Say again. What must they do? They must make sacrifices, right? They must make sacrifices. 
They must make sacrifices. Today, are, today are we still making sacrifices? Or is it, oh no, Jesus changed. Right? But it's still salvation by faith? Is it still the same? Okay, now let me explain to you. Old Testament sacrifices. New Testament, any more sacrifices? No sacrifices. Alright, no sacrifices. Now, this is there a change? Oh no, Jesus is no more the same. No? Is Jesus the same? Does Jesus still save by faith? Did Jesus save by faith in the Old Testament? Hmm? And believe say yes. Right? But they offer sacrifices. How is faith involved? They do are they putting their faith in the sacrifice, in the animal being killed? Who are they putting their faith in? God, Jesus Christ that will come one day. He represents Christ. So, did God change the way in which He saved people? No, it's still by grace, through faith. Did God change His character in how He saved people? No, correct? Still the same. But did He change how? Yes. Alright? So, if Jesus chose to heal miraculously last time must and he doesn't now he doesn't now has he changed no he hasn't okay so we must understand what what is change jesus said when jesus said, i change not i'm god i change not he's saying my character will never change that's why it's a great comfort to trust in god right what god promised he will do but he may do it differently right or not if jesus must deal with us all the same then we will all go through exactly the same thing in life, right? But we don't, right? Some God put through trials, some God blesses, some God don't. In terms of physical wealth, it's up to Him, okay? So His character does not change. So that's how you answer them. So when people say, oh, are you saying that Jesus changes? You say, no, Jesus can change the way He works. When Jesus was on earth, did He change the way He healed people? He changed also. Sometimes you say, be healed, then the person is healed. Sometimes he will spit on his hand and then mix with clay and then mix. If Jesus cannot change anything, uh, so blind people also heal by spitting. Alright? People cannot walk also must heal by spitting. He's God. Right? He he changed, he used different methods. Doesn't mean he has changed. Okay? So remember that. So you must know what the Bible means. Otherwise, you say, Oh yeah, that's true. Uh. Yeah, I think I should not take medicine anymore. Jesus doesn't change. He will still heal me miraculously. No. Okay. Now, so, now, these gifts are withdrawn. You must know, did, are there cases in the Bible where Paul continued forever to heal by miracles? No. When you read, there come a stage where even Paul himself, Paul, did, Paul healed with miracles, he did. But at some stage, even when people were sick, he did not heal them anymore because it's withdrawn. Even he cannot heal anymore. Can you turn to 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 20? Let's read together. Eras, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 20. Erastus abode in Corinth, but Trophimus have I left in Militum sick. Right? Did, 
Now, Paul used to heal by miracles. But by this time, did Paul heal, um, did Paul heal Trophimus? No, he did not, right? He left Trophimus in this place, Melitum, in his sick state. Right or not? Paul did not, Paul could not heal him. Or is it Paul, Paul is very wicked. He don't like, he don't like Trophimus. So he said, I'll leave him there sick. Nee, 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 nee. I'll leave him sick. Right? No, Paul, miracles stopped. He stopped. All these healings stopped. Even Paul could not heal. Paul himself had a thorn in his flesh. He had a physical trouble, a physical challenge. What did he say? I prayed three times that God will remove it, but God did not. Right? Paul could have miracle finger. Be healed. No, he could not. He prayed and kept praying. Okay? Um, it's the same in Philippians 2, 25. Okay, Philip, you just copied on Philippians 2, 25. The same. Epaphroditus came to Paul from Rome. He was very ill. Paul did not heal him miraculously. Paul could not anymore. He stopped at a certain time. They were withdrawn. Understand? Okay? So they were withdrawn. Okay, so now we must believe that at some point, even in the Bible, is very clear. The miraculous healing did not continue. Okay, it has nothing to do with Christ changing or not. Christ now works through a different means. But does it mean that there's no miracle healing today? God will never heal miraculously. Hmm? Not true, right? God can choose. God is sovereign. He can choose to heal mirac miraculously. But we cannot twist it some. God, you cannot change. Huh? Last time you heal like that, so God, you must heal my mother like that. God, I'm going to twist your arm and then, if you don't, then God, you are not God. You changed. Can you do that? You cannot. Why? It's up to God. But does God, is there any evidence that God ever healed miraculously? Even in our day and age? Yes. Okay, my mother herself. The doctor already declared that she will be blind. Right? The church prayed. And then she got healed. No one can understand. When I met to the doctor, they say, I, doctor said, I cannot explain. I don't know why, but you're healed. <laughs> right? But can I? But prayer is there. When a Christian is sick, he must pray. The first thing to jump to is not medicine. He must pray. Right? Either pray that the Lord will heal. If it's not getting better, see a doctor. Right? Ask, the, ask the Lord to lead you to the right doctor, use the right medicine. Now, but, so prayer did. But can we say God is unfaithful? God healed Joseph's mother, then didn't heal my mother. No, it is up to God, right? Does miracle happen? It happens.